Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to A Lot on Your Plate podcast with me, Jess, and my lovely friend, Zoe Quinn, who has been a mardy little bitch today. <laughs> she didn't want to intro it, so I had to do it. Pick up the energy, because there's no energy in this room. Yeah, no, I'm low. She's low. I could just roll up in a ball on that carpet and just snooze, snooze, snooze. She's been working hard, and she's feeling a bit sad this week. I'm not sad, I'm just tired. And I was, I've been very unwell. You see? Yeah. Are you feeling a bit better today? Yeah, I'm feeling better, but I do have a very tickly throat. Mm. So I might choke a couple of times, but not to worry. We'll mm. get through it. You will, darling. You will. We hope you all enjoyed last week's podcast with the lovely Fiona. Very informative. And we absolutely loved having her on. Can't wait to go in for a facial and start my retinal journey. How about you? Me too. I would like to know if anyone goes to her. Oh, without Please. a doubt. Yeah, no, but I would like you all to message us individually and tell us exactly what treatment you went for and how you found it and all that. Yeah. Um, did you see someone messages today saying they bought the bioma? Love that. Yeah. Influenced. I need to scream that at the top of the, mm -hmm. my voice in the office. Anyway, today we're going to talk about everything that's been a lot on your plate. We said that we're going to do it every four weeks. We're going to do that nearer the second part of the podcast, but we need to catch up because we've not had a catch up now for on a pod, on the pod for about two weeks three weeks and we haven't seen each other Beauties. for about five days and that's a long time for us it is a long time recently i feel we've been very in each other's pockets yeah you look very like you're sick of it snug <laughs> <laughs> bitch no because you know what i actually been with you is much better because then you're there yeah getting hold of me is hell. and and i can just communicate with i mean i was going to say like normal but you do zone out every second word in real life as well. But <laughs> communication via a mobile is, is difficult. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's better, don't you, being face-to-face -face with someone? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That is better. I just said, I just come back from London, right, and I honestly feel so, so 
zoned out in the sense of socializing and on the last day I was with some friends just there and I could feel even feel the energy in my body I was mm. I was done for and there was a couple of girls I hadn't seen for a while I bet you thought she's well boring but honestly I was just sometimes like, you can't even snap out of that I was struggling like, when you're in a group of people and you know you're straight you're not even speaking yeah but there's just sometimes like like if I had the choice right now that'd be me yeah <laughs> no you've, this is your job now you need to do it <laughs> Yeah. I know someone was asking me about it and I was like, it's not, the problem is, no matter how you feel or anything, you can, I can't come and just sit in silence. No, you cannot. I need to speak, obviously. Mm. Anyway, once, once I'm in the swing of it, you know, it's fine. Like, I'm already, you know, loosening up. Yes. Also, guess what I found, G? Oh. Found my <laughs> Apple Watch and I'm fuming because I went and bought one. Mm-hmm. Two, when was it? Like a week and a half ago. Yeah. And my friends were saying, have you got that Apple Watch out your box yet? And you know, just simply what we're saying, like what I'm like, no, I didn't get the Apple Watch out of the box. Just thought, I went in the shop and bought it, didn't get it out. I was like, no, not yet, but I will set it up. I just can't be asked. The universe was telling me not to get it out of the box because last night I came back from London and I thought, you know what? I'm going to set up that Apple Watch. I'm going to start the week fresh. And Richard went, where's the, where's the telly remote? Where's the remote? I was like, I have no idea. And then I was lying like that on the sofa, leaning down. And he sort of like leant, leant over me and started like putting his hand down the down the side of the sofa. Mm-hmm. And you know when you can just tell that someone's found something by their eyes? He was like, oh. And he looked at me and he went, you're never gonna guess what this is. And I was like, thinking, fuck my dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I was thinking, I don't think I've ever brought my dildo into the living room, but maybe I have, because his eyes were like, he was like dilated pupils. And I'm like, fuck, what Why the fuck is Why is that is the it first thing that comes into your I don't know, head? because he was like, looked angry at me. And I was like, shit, what is it? And then he pulled it out and I was like, ah, <laughs> the Apple Watch. So can you return your other one then? Yes, that's what I mean. So there is some sort of positiveness to my scattiness. How good? That, that is good because, yeah. and also it's saying that it was still in France was really plain with me. Same, why didn't... Because we would have seen it. But why didn't find my eye whatever notice that it was back here though? How does that not work? If your battery dies, does it still not pick it up? That seems pointless to me. Yeah, no, actually. Because I would have thought if you'd packed it away and you hadn't touched it yeah. or pressed it or whatever since France, then, okay, fair enough. Maybe it's just not updated, but it being down the side of your couch makes me think, you've had it on well since then, no? I must have taken it off my wrist. <clears throat> but I got that sofa the week I got back from skiing, so I reckon it maybe was around that time. Right, well, someone in work <clears throat> recommended that we do a wider or a wider I don't know if it's wider wider not sure but it's wine and cider red wine with any cider plain cider no flavours love it so that's what we've got we've got Strongbow and I had to buy a four pack people are going to start questioning like, if it, is everything okay with me in that corner shop <laughs> I actually got it in town to be fair today but I was like have you not get a wee individual can I really wanted to eat the pickles that G bought us last week, but I need to find the sweetie roll-ups and get the tackies and do all the... I will buy that for next episode. Does any does anyone know anyone that drinks Strongbow? Because <laughs> you've got three cans. Get three cans, go and spare if anyone wants it. There's a few people hang around this building <laughs> every now and again. You can give them a can. Why can you not just buy an individual can? I thought that was a thing. Isn't it bottled cider? Looking at G doesn't even drink. Yeah, I don't know why you're looking at him. Me neither. I don't really know what's meant to be the mixer. Well, we'll just have a little bit. But I would say probably the wine. Sorry? 
I would say you would have more cider and less wine, would you? So is this a new TikTok thing? No, I just said a woman in my work told me to do it. And remember to everyone, send in your spit or swallows or anything that you want to try. It doesn't even need to be, like, nasty. It, needs, it can be nice. Just nasty. Nasty. That's like, um, a, that's like a classy version of diesel. You ever, you ever drink diesel? No. Blackcurrant. Aye. Lager, lager cider and blackcurrant. That's the best. It's Ooh. like strongbow dark, strong dark fruits now. No. Guinness it's like, and black. What? <laughs> oh, that's quite nice. I think that wine's a bit off. That's just, um, that's given me mulled wine. Yeah. It's not that bad, because it's obviously the apple from the cider gives mm. it the fruity taste. Right, you're getting all technical. And it makes honest. it fizzy. But for any red wine lovers out there, Primitivo is the one that you need to have. It's my number one wine from Puglia. I first tried it when, when I went to Puglia in Italy in 2018. Fantastic wine. If you see it on the menu, definitely get it. I actually Quite think sweet. that's lovely. Yeah. Apparently good for a festival. I can see that. Yeah. But apparently yeah. also but you drink it to get severely fucked up. <laughs> well, there's no mixer going on here. It's just alcohol and alcohol. And you're mixing your drinks. Yeah. So there's no, there's no, uh, there's never going to be a good ending to this. I'm starving, so I'm going to be drunk. Absolutely starving today. I don't know what's wrong with me. You could take three sips of alcohol and you're drunk. <laughs> I could honestly drink three litres and I'd be like, fucking still sober. How's uh, Jim going? <coughs> Healthy eating. <laughs> she says, sipping her wider. <laughs> I'm a bit breathless. Um, no, actually fine, but I just didn't do anything last week because, you see... I was away in London all week with work and then I caught a virus. Some would say COVID, some would say <laughs> not. Um, so I didn't really do anything over the weekend either because I actually couldn't catch the breath or nor could I open my eyes because my head was so sore. Um, so we're starting again this week. Okay. Plus it was Easter, chocolate everywhere. I know. I've also just not... I feel like maybe my arms look a bit more toned but the scales are staying the same and that's fine. But actually, the week that I did less, I was lighter. Did you listen to anything Jenna said on that podcast? But you know what I'm like? I refuse to believe it. I think you look great, Zoe. I refuse to believe the information that I'm given. Um, but anyway, yeah, Adam's great. He checks in with me every week, as he does with all his clients. And when I say I'm not sending pictures and stuff, he's quite forceful. But yeah. that's a good thing. Mm. Um, so then the other week, I had to stand in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> prep my phone up somewhere. Oh my god! And take a Do you video. Self timer. No, it was that he had, well, actually quite a good tip he gave. It was like if you set a video, it means that you don't need to keep doing like timing off and on. He was like, just set a video and then stand to the front, turn to the side, turn to the back. Yeah, you can screenshot it. I know, but what a sight. Yes. See as well because it's a video a bit blurry, so it's a bit like. Bleh. Yeah. But I did it. I just thought you got to do what you got to do. I'm sure you looked great. You know when we were talking about our um, step count mm. on our Apple Watches? Well, we had two listeners write in and say that if you download the app called Duffy and you do something with your complications on your watch app, 
So you go into the Apple Watch app and there's a, you can change the face, can't you? Well, how yeah. you view it. Mm-hmm. And then it's called complications, I think. So like, what, what that's like a complication top left where the weather is, right? And you can add the Duffy app to it so your step count comes up. So there's a way that you can sort of manipulate your Apple Watch to do it. So that it's on your home screen of your watch? Yeah. So I've tried to do it earlier, but honestly, I was reading this step by step like, what? But then I screenshotted what one of our listeners said earlier and it's a lot more simpler, so I do mm-hmm. want to get home. I get, like, instantly impatient with stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, how's your fitness journey going? Uh, I know you were in the gym before this episode, I believe. <sighs> Tragic. L- literally an hour ago. Literally an hour ago, yeah. So I was in the gym. Graham was teaching. <laughs> Richard was in the... Richard actually was in the class with me, which was really nice to see what, him participating back. participating in the class? Yeah, it, wasn't, it was quite a low... <clears throat> it wasn't, like, a high-intensity class, was it? It was... Just like weights, but I know you didn't look that exhausted. You must have not been working hard enough. I was. I think I was lifting quite heavy, wasn't I, G? It was a strength session. Yeah, it's a strength session, but um, yeah, I I would say that I have come half fell off about my going, haven't I? But I'm trying to get my steps in. The bandwagon's rolled away for us, I think. Yeah, there's no bandwagon <laughs> to go on. And then when we were in London, <laughs> so basically, I went to London for five days for the Easter break. I went on the Wednesday, but Zoe also was there for work. And the we, world just really aligns our it lives. Does. It does. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And we met our lovely friend Molly. But um, when I used to live in London years ago, I was a member of Class Pass, which is now in Glasgow. And it's just basically like all different types of boutique gyms, Barry's, uh, One Rebel, all boxing gyms. So we both looked on the app, didn't we? And we booked... I don't know if you booked Barry's directly, did you? Or did you book it through Class no, Pass? No, I booked Barry's directly. Um... And from the minute I booked it a few days before I was going, it's all I could think about. She literally was, like, anxiety-ridden. Yeah, and I don't really think about anything. Nothing really happens between the ears, like, <laughs> that's important. Lights are on, but no one's home. Yeah, um, no <laughs> thoughts happen, really. I just go with the flow. But I couldn't stop thinking about it, and I was actually really uptight about it. And um, I decided... And I didn't want it to be that one to not go. Yeah, but because it was 6am as well that well, you were going to go. 6am, and also... I've not been doing really any cat. I've been getting my steps in, but I've not done any running, High not even stuff. any spin, like nothing like that, for at least about a month now. And you do, it's like weights then running, weights then running, isn't it? So I was really overthinking the running part. Um, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then we decided to go see a show, which we'll talk about in a minute. And we weren't going to get back until about midnight. And I thought, why am I only giving myself five hours sleep for one hour of torture? Yeah. That's not going to change my... This one hour isn't going to change my life. Mm. So I decided I was the bigger person in my head and I cancelled the class. You did. You felt much better when and you And do you know it. what? I had zero guilt. Because you know what? It was, it was fucking stressing me out. Well, you're, well, you're, it's all I could talk about. Your colleague, Jack, said he, he had, had to go to, take to the break. toilet. For, I've been to a few barriers and I have to say they are really fucking hard. Well, everyone was also saying that. And it's like, but you'll feel amazing after it. But I just thought, I actually... Don't need to feel that amazing today. I would rather just not do it. <laughs> it's like a blaze class at David Lloyd mm-hmm. times 10. Because the trainers are machines. And I have done plenty of things like that, but just not recently. And I yeah. would rather just do it in a couple of months, maybe when I've done a bit more like cardio and a bit more high intensity workouts and not feel like I could potentially drop dead. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I didn't go to the class, no, the didn't. moral of the story, but you went to your class. I went to one called Rumble. It was a bit shit, if I'm honest. I'm not going to lie. It? it was it was all right. It was like a cer- it was like CrossFit stuff, but circuits. And it was, you know, one of those where you walk in, a bit like F45, and mm-hmm. it's on the screen. It counts down to five. Like, class starts in five seconds. There was no warm-up or nothing. I was straight into the row machine. I was like, this is just weird for me. So I was just like, okay. And the trainer was talking to me like I hadn't ever been in the gym before in my life. Like, and I was like, <laughs> right. And then as I started going around the stations, it was like, okay, I think she has been to the gym before. Like, I know Mm -hmm. how to use a ski machine, mate. I know how to do a box jump. But because it was so rushed, I hated that side of things. But class pass, I used to absolutely love it. And I have to say, I was in the best shape of my life back when I lived there because I was walking everywhere and Mm -hmm. I was varying my workouts from like yoga to sometimes like CrossFit style stuff, boxing. I used to love boxing. I love boxing as well. I just feel... I would love to do boxing here. Wonder where is a good place to go here? The only place I know that does the boxing is the PT that Jilly goes to and you can't oh, yeah. get in with her. Because mine, there was um, cycle box and that cycle was great. Box, that was so good. What happened with that? I don't really know. But and you did like half an hour spin, half an hour box, and that was the perfect combination. That was really fun, wasn't it? Expensive, though. Although we did go one time when I was sick. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. I had to run off the bike to be <laughs> sick. I think we were a bit hungover, perhaps. Um, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. But anyway, yeah, I, I just didn't go to that class because you know what, it was really stressed me out and I thought, just not worth the stress and I don't get stressed. So it was really playing on my mind. Mm. I, I was telling everyone about it. You were. And I must have I was like, you're just going to go and cancel his class or what? Because I'm sick of hearing about it. I must have spoke it. to Jason about it 20 times. He kept being like, why are you torturing yourself? It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it. I've done absolutely fucking nothing all week. So let's tell everybody what we did. We went for dinner and we ended up going to the Nomad. Yeah, and we made Some, a schoolboy error. Yeah, something bad happened. Um, <laughs> so you all probably know this if you listen with detail, and so you should. Um, but Jess and I both hate mushrooms. It's so the worst thing in the world to me. It's like my biggest fear. I actually don't understand how anyone can eat them. And we both ordered the same pasta. But I, why was I expecting tomato sauce with same. beef in it? I don't know why. I don't think I looked at the word properly. But I not thought say ragu? It, was, it said ragu. I thought that was meat. It said, no, did it say rigatoni? Yeah, but it also said ragu, I'm sure. And then it was like a, I can't remember, but it was something beginning with P, some sort of <coughs> mushroom. And I don't know what happened, but the menu was quite fancy, wasn't it? It was a pre-theatre menu and it was expensive. It was like £49 a for pasta. a pasta. No, mm. and, a star- and a starter, didn't we? Mm, we did get Two, a drink as well. Yeah, and a drink. Um, and it was in the, a hotel called The Nomad, which was the old magistrate's court for the Cray twins. And mm, I saw on, you get very educated on that in your stories. Yes. Impressive, wow. Yeah. Well, well, Molly told me that. I know, but you must have went and get more details. Yeah, I got I Oliver Wilde, yeah. Is that his name? I don't know, but you're really... Oscar Wilde. You're Oliver really... Wilde? <laughs> <laughs> you're really... Ed- Oliver <laughs> Wilde! <laughs> Oscar Wilde and the Cray twins. <laughs> <laughs> took the stand there. You can be very educational sometimes. I find things like that so interesting. I know, same to me, I'm quite into like, I'm quite, um, what's the word when you quite like, like death and murder and that? Morbid. <laughs> yeah, which probably doesn't come as a surprise, to be female. honest. But <laughs> yeah, female. Female. I like like war stuff and that. Well, I don't like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, so when we went there and then this it pasta... It was really beautiful though. Yeah, it was gorgeous vibes. And this pasta arrived and it looked wonderful, like, to the first glimpse of an eye. And then Jess looked at me and she was like, 
Do you know what that is in there? And I was like, it's fucking mushrooms in it. It was like all dried fucking magic mushrooms on top. Mushroom creamy sauce. They were huge. It was like a leaf of a plant because it was like that big dried thing. Mushroom creamy sauce. But to be fair, and I actually don't even want to admit it because I, I stand very strongly about my mushroom thing, I managed to eat most of it because... Yeah, we did, to be fair. The mushrooms were so big it was avoidable. Yeah. And the sauce wasn't It wasn't overly... too overpowering, was it? No. So but then when that. we got the bill... It literally said on the bill, mushroom, mushroom pasta. pasta. But it didn't say that on the menu, fuming. And we were like, how did this happen to the both of us? I'm not sure. But it was nice. And then we went across to... The theatre. Aldwych Theatre, so I say it. Um, to see Tina the Musical. And it's a musical that I've wanted to see for so, so long. I actually booked it pre-COVID. Um... And I said to the girls, like, if we're going to come down, I'm there for so long. Let's have a look for some last minute tickets. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think it was LondonTheatreDirect.com. Um, that website, I just Googled it to be fair. And that was the first website that came up and I thought it was a scam. But I went on Trustpilot just to check because mm -hmm. it was it was cheap. It was 50 quid for four, uh, for th each, sorry, for three seats quite near the front. We were on like row N. We were very centre of like... They call them the stalls, the stalls like, so yeah. the ground seats. Yeah. And yeah, we were row N, but that's not really that far back. No, not think at about all. It. Like, it's quite a small venue, so you're not like spread away back. Yeah, it's a very small theatre. It was great seats. Yeah, great seats. The musical was absolutely brilliant. I didn't, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really know an awful lot about Tina's life I knew nothing. before I watched it. So I think maybe if you do go have a little Google so you have an idea. <coughs> um, no, see, I think it's good that you don't know. Do you think? I think if I knew... I wouldn't have been as, like, Shocked. engrossed in it yeah. as what I was. Because I did like her music. A few songs I didn't know. And... Well, she sang a lot of... The, the cast sang a lot of, like, Motown classics as well as Tina's songs as well. So there was a mixture. But I think I knew all them and hardly and not, any of yeah. hers. But my mum used to love Tina Turner, so I knew quite a lot of them. Mm. But then it was so funny. When um, Simply the Best came on at the end, Zoe was basically clapping with her little fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so, want to be rude, but I wasn't getting... I, I can't get for anyone listening. Basically, that's the song of Rangers. If you don't, if you're not aware, and she's a big Celtic fan, so she was like, "I can't sing to this." I was like, "Just get up and sing." But do you know what I will say? Actually, I'll be honest and open with you. It is actually a good song, and it bothers me that it's been ruined. It's such a good and song. And I'm only a Celtic fan because my dad's a Celtic fan. Let's be honest, and it's actually one of his favorite songs. That's a shame. He's not. I mean, he wouldn't, he's not putting it on his wedding, do you know what I mean? He's not singing it. But, <laughs> At karaoke. But he likes it, like, and he's open about that. Yeah, it it's is a, a great song. song. at the end of the day. Yeah. And she was great at it. I mean, you and Molly said it was the best thing you've ever seen. It was one of the best things. Molly said it was the best thing she's ever seen. It was one of my favourites I've ever seen. Without I'm a doubt. I'd say it's probably in my favourites jar, but I've seen a lot of musicals. You have. And it's hard to, like, I would still say, like, Wicked's better than that. I've never seen Wicked. But Wicked's just... A classic, isn't it? A bit of a magical effect to it, you know? I do feel like that's, we're saying that, I think that's the sort of musicals you like, <clears throat> like, more fake stuff that aren't real. No, you used the word pantomime and that's not okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> like, I'll go to a pantomime, I'm actually going to one on Thursday because my wee sister's on it, an Easter one. But I don't, like, I wouldn't say, oh, my God, like, absolutely, my favourite show's a pantomime. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like, don't know. like really good music and I like like good dancing and stuff, which that did have. But At that's more that's more like a, a musical version of a documentary. Yeah, that's you know right. I mean? Yeah, it's not like a show. Okay, 
get it. There wasn't much dancing in that, was there? Yeah. But I still, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I like it. I, I like it. And at the very show. end, we won't give too much away, but at the end, it was similar. If anyone's seen The Bodyguard, it's the same sort of thing where she's like, she's actually on the stage performing to people. So it's like you're actually in the exactly crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was just felt like we were at a concert then for like a good three songs. Yeah. And then that saxophone player came out, I started roaring. I was like, I can't deal with that. You cried a few times, I was I did. concerned. I just loved it. it I looked at you and you were like, I'm crying. It's a very emotional story. She said, oh, mm. she had a tough life, our girl, Tina. See, I think what to compare it to is that The Bodyguard is quite a similar genre yes. of musical. Mm-hmm. And I, the whole time through that, I was like, oh, Wow. Yeah. Whereas I was at times, but I wasn't the whole way. But, you know... Don't you also think as well, it definitely depends on the the main cast member as well. Like, they would need to be so good. Because when I went to see The Bodyguard, right, I think I've said this before, but Beverly Knight was meant to be Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. And she called in sick. And I was so fucked off for the first 20 minutes that I couldn't even concentrate. I just hated this bitch on the (laughs) stage. I was like, I hate you. But she actually ended up being, obviously... Unbelievable, and I was so yeah. glad Beverly called sick. <laughs> I think when when I went to see it was Alexandra Burke, yeah, who I actually don't like as a person, but <laughs> um, she was really good in that. Anyway, that's what we did, and then we parted ways on Thursday, and, and then you we went off and lived your life, and I caught COVID, a disease. You're uh, we're actually going back down again in a couple of weeks. We're going to a bottomless brunch for our friend's thirtieth, and a pub that we love. See when um, we say things like friends thirty, it just makes me realise how young I am. You are young, very young, Zoe. Makes you feel how old I am. But um, I'm like, I've still got like three years till that's me, so I'm like, it's quite nice. Mm. Like, I'm not trying to rub it in anything, but it's quite refreshing. I'm not jealous at all, hun. I love being 30. Oh no, you don't need to be jealous. I love it. I actually wouldn't want to be back in my 20s. Shite. 30s are the best. 28 mm. was actually a good age for me, but 30. <sighs> Covid hit th- when I was 30 to 30. Whatever. Seven. Fucking yeah, still here. But um, I feel fine now. Love it. <laughs> feel fine. Feel Perfect. fine now. Um, yeah, so other things I did in London. Give us a couple of recommendations, a couple of um, non-recommendations. Okay. I stayed in a hotel called The Treehouse. I've been there before. Have you? Mm-hmm. What, to the bar at the top? Yes. The Nest. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, it's really nice. Loved it there. I definitely recommend that. That's just off Oxford Street. I also stayed in the hotel. Um, beautiful. I went to a restaurant called Gold in Notting Hill, which has been on the top of my One Zone list. If anyone that doesn't know, One Zone is like my favourite app in the world, which is like a fancier sort of booking.com. I don't know, how would you say it? Like, But for a restaurant, like places to eat. That's not that's not even giving it any justice. It's actually the most incredible app ever. You can just uh, eat, but for sitting in. No, Zoe, <laughs> it's way better than that. It's just an app. <laughs> no, like, no, it's it's sort of like social media to, to some extent. Mm. So you have your own profile on there. You have your hit list, the place you've been, your favourites. You could also do like hashtag girls night in, uh, girls night out, sorry, vegan. And it can tell you all these places. And it's basically a curated list created by people that are real foodies that... No chain restaurants, all independent, and they've been very closely examined to be good enough to go on the app. Um, everything's considered. Obviously, there's going to be places on there that some people don't like, but everything's considered for what 
it is that you want or what you like. Yeah, and you can just put in the location that you want, can't you? Yeah. If it's like breakfast, lunch, dinner or whatever. Exactly. And you can pay now for a premium membership. I think it's something really small, like three ninety nine, and you get access to Lisbon, Barcelona, uh, I think there's Paris on there. Was there Amsterdam, did you say? Amsterdam. Copenhagen's coming, <clears throat> Berlin was coming. I saw that. So they're just basically trying to curate incredible restaurants onto one simple app that you can just tick off and you can also follow other people that you love so you could follow me and see where I like. It's putting a great, you, great idea. putting you out a job a bit. You know, about it. And what? They're putting you out a job a bit. What do you mean? Oh, no, I know. I did you should stop I've, recommending it, this actually. Is on, yeah, but it's only really for London. And no, I have to be no, honest, no. when it was... Um, when it was... When I went to Lisbon, I did look at it and all the places that I found were not actually on there. Mm. So... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, it's I mean, not going to have everything, as it? You're still I mean. better looking in a few different places. Yeah. So, but for London, because it's everyone that's created it lives there and yeah. it's where what they specialise in. It's a fantastic app and I love it so much. And oh, London, it'll just take me so long to recommend stuff off there. I lived there for so long, so it's just like, ugh. So for me, I don't mind shouting about it because I really love it. But anyway, Gold was on the top of my one zone list and I finally tried it and it's amazing. So frigging good. The only downside, if you even call it that, is it's one of those small plates restaurants, but the portions were massive. And he was like, oh, I advise you have four plates between two of you. And I'm like, that's not simply not enough. I want to try everything on this menu. Yep. And four plates, is my brain can't deal with the decision of that. So anyway, the plates came <laughs> out and they were fucking massive. And I was stuffed and he was right. And how many did you get? Four. I did... He told us off. I was like, can I have this, 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 this? And he was like, you need to, which I quite liked about that. It's quite honest. Mm. You know, you need to remove that. You need to remove that. He's like, these are the four best. I was like, okay, fine. And when it came, they were fantastic. But I wanted to try everything. Well, so you're just going to need to go back. Exactly. Probably a good reason to go back. And then as I left, I saw my first real Banksy in the street. My friend was like, oh, that's a Banksy, by the way. I was like, what the fuck? I think I've seen you say that. Or it's like a scrabble. Yeah. Um, but it was surrounded by glass, a brick wall, and CCTV. I was like, how is that even... And she went, yeah, because once he makes them, people just either try and steal them or they're removed and put into like art galleries. Well, that was, just seems to kind of defeat the purpose, if I... To be honest, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh because it makes me... <laughs> Actually, when I laugh, I can't catch breath. <laughs> so, that is... 
my probably top recommendations. I'm trying to think what else. Didn't you have one that you weren't so fast on? Oh, yes. Bacchanalia. So Bacchanalia is um, a new restaurant in Mayfair. And honest to God, I do my own tits in when it comes to this sort of stuff, right? I love small restaurants and my hit list for those type of places are endless. But this is new and it was like the place to be, as a few of my friends said. And I was like, okay, fine. I always know it's a bit like Bagatelle vibes. I think it's the biggest piece of shit oh, ever. And I don't know why I continue to still want to go to these fancy pantsy places where it's full of people that are completely out of my fucking tax bracket. And I'm just like, why am I What are trying to be? Maybe so. And I'm just like, I don't, not that that's a bad thing, but the food never compares. It doesn't. No. And the it's price. Not the food, is it really? And the interior for me was, wow. You walk in and you're like, okay, wow. The people there were great. They're kind of, they were dressed in togas, so it was They were strange. dressed in what? Like togas. What's that? Like a Greek sash thing. Oh, right. Yep, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? I have no idea. Um, And like, for example, like, imagine this is a Mayfair restaurant, and I don't mean this in a snobby way, but if you're paying fucking £18 for the tiniest little bite-sized croquettes, you <laughs> want to be, t- be, to be given the dish and be told what it is. And this guy looked at me and went... Dough balls? And I went, no, I haven't ordered dough balls. Sorry, dough balls? He went, dough balls, like I'm in Pizza Hut. <laughs> and I was like, no, sorry, I haven't ordered dough balls. And he sort of looked like nervous. And I was like, oh, I, felt, I felt sorry for him. So I was like, obviously he's new on the job. But I was like, I'm sorry, but if I'm paying that sort of money, you should be telling me these are your ham croquettes with all your flipping You'd expect them to know the dishes inside out, never mind the name of them. And that's the sort of different class that you get from a small business mm-hmm. And I just think, I I don't know why I continue to do it. The bill was ridiculous. It came to something like 220, 240 quid for two glasses of Prosecco, two measly starters. The ceviche was amazing, to be fair. But What's it had like, that? Like, bit, like raw fish in like zesty lemon. It had caviar on it with dill. It was really nice, but I'm not even into caviar. Don't get it. I don't get the hype around it. And Looks like little mini eyeballs. Yeah. There was then um, burrata, which was quite basic, but it had these really nice peeled tomatoes on it, which was nice. I, I, I appreciated somebody had peeled these tomatoes. <laughs> um, that and was worth £200. Truffle pasta, like any old truffle pasta. And oh, I so you don't like truffle that like much. Tr- I know. Well, my, my friend got that. And then I had this, is it picante, um, like ragu? It was literally spag bowl. It was spag bowl that was cold. No. And then they gave us bread. Right. You know when people bring over a bread basket? Zoe, was it, it a was... Warburton's toasty slice? It was a bite-size, finger-length piece of focaccia that was dry. And I just thought, this place is just a piece of shit. Sounds like it's for skinny bitches only, to be uh, honest. It just was not it. So I don't recommend it at all. But there was... Pl- if, if you do want to go and see the interiors... Definitely go for a drink. The bar staff were lovely. Also, another downside, I waited 40, 40 minutes for my table and already had booked it at 9pm. That's not simply good enough. Wait, so you were there for 9pm and you didn't get it to 9.40, but your booking was for 9pm? Correct. You're right, That you should have walked out. And they didn't even say, I'm really sorry about that, have that £20 fucking cocktail for free. Of course they wouldn't. Yeah, that's shocking. So I don't actually recommend it. I might, I might actually go on TripAdvisor, be a Karen. <laughs> I think you should send them a strongly worded... I'm going to write a letter. 
Yep, send them a strongly worded email. I'm going to. Um, so, yeah, I recommend... Don't recommend that. Go for a drink if you really want to. But anyone tells you it's good, they're lying. But also, I have to try and remember that I maybe had a bad experience and people probably do like these places, so I can't be too harsh. Do you know what I mean? No, I think your decision's made and now it's factual information. It's not an opinion anymore. Yeah. Um, but so that's yeah. just how my brain works. Also, another little recommendation. Oh, I found that perfume that I was telling that I loved in Liberty. Oh, yep, yeah, I've seen that actually. DS and Durga, it's called. I don't know what. Extortionate. And she got there and she went, I went, oh my God, I finally found this perfume. I said, I've been looking for it for a while. I saw it online. And she went, yeah, you can get it here. And it was, it, honestly, it just smells amazing. It's like nothing I've smelled before. And it says it's a fragrance intensifier. So I think you can layer them. It was £220. <laughs> I didn't pay, obviously didn't pay that. I said, for a starters, I can't take the 100 bill home because it won't go through the airport. Mm. But I took the 50 mil and it was half the price of that. But I don't mind spending that. I say I like good fragrance, but... Recommend that if anyone wants to smell it. Also, you probably will need a couple of squishies and it'll last yeah. all day, so it'll last you for a while. Exactly. Right, well, <laughs> we'll get into what's been a lot on your plate. Yep. Won't we? Yes. Um, Won't we? I'll just dive right in here. <clears throat> so, the reason I'm picking this one, there's relevance here. Started a new job and have severe imposter syndrome. Any tips for work anxiety? The reason there's a connection is because I watched the Lewis Capaldi documentary yeah. and he talks about imposter syndrome yeah. a lot. I feel like I have it all the time as well. Well, like, how is this my life? In a positive way or a negative way? Um, it's, you kind of just always feel like you're not good enough and you don't understand why you're being chosen to do this sort of stuff and you feel like you let people down. That's how to explain it. So it's not like, really for example, like you're standing in a room like, I am so lucky to be here. It's like, why was I chosen to be here? Yeah, it's not, I don't, I wouldn't say it's like a, that's how I feel anyway. It's, it's like, not a grateful for this life. Is it like, why was I the one that got this life? No, I wouldn't even say describe it like that either, to be honest. It's Wait, more I'm of totally a... Wrong. I'm totally off track here. No, I would say it's more of a... Like, for example, like you, it's like you don't believe in yourself enough. You don't believe in your capabilities as what, as much as you should do. Everyone's telling you you're great at all this stuff. And then when it comes down to it, you so much self-doubt all the time. And you think, I'm, I can't do this. I'm too nervous. And people are like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll wing it. And it's like, yeah, but... Right, okay, that makes sense. I'm not sure I can. And you just get riddled with anxiety about all these things that you think you're going to let people down. And you put under so much pressure because people love these X, Y, Z from you or whatever. And it, you just... Get yourself so worked up. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So my advice for that then would be you got the new job for a reason. Yeah. And just do your rest every day. Mm -hmm. You're there because they wanted you to be there. So she's saying that she feels guilty because she's got this job or she just got anxiety no, because... she started a new job and has severe imposter syndrome. Any tips for work anxiety? Yeah, so she's obviously thinking she's got this new role and she's thinking, I don't know if I can live up to what they think I... Mm -hmm what they think they can get from me, basically. Yeah. And I also think when you start a new job or a new role within the same company or whatever it is, you just need to ask as many questions as you want. Yeah. No question is a silly question, I think, in a new role. And no idea is a silly idea. Yeah. I think she needs to just... I think as well, you're probably a bit out of your comfort zone. You're a bit like a rabbit in bloody headlights, aren't you? At the moment, you no, don't know anyone in the office. A deer in headlights, to see. Is it a deer in a headlights? Mm -hmm. Either one, they'd still be fucking worried. You'd still be shaking your shoulders, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Whether you're a deer or a rabbit. Probably, yeah, probably more so a rabbit, actually smaller. Anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think you just need to meet some friends, talk to other people, and you'll be back in the role. I think it takes about two weeks to get into a, a role, doesn't it? When you're mm. stood in there twiddling your thumbs, you're like, what the fuck do I do? There's also a lot to learn about a company. Like, yeah. Even if you've got 50 years experience, you're going to a new company, you don't know, they might not work the same as any other company you've worked in before. Yeah. So you need to just give yourself, cut yourself some slack. And you also feel like you can't be your true self, can you, for a while? Not for a while. Until you get to like a Christmas party, then you get loose. You have one drunk night out and that's you. Everyone knows what you're actually like yeah. and you just carry on. Yeah. Isn't it weird thinking about that when weird. you start a new place or you meet new people? And, and you like, always make an effort in the first two weeks, like with your outfits and that, and then that slowly goes out the window. Oh, yeah, it's like a flick of a switch. Mm-hmm. I also think in that time you have conversations and you just go home and you think about every single word or thing that you said and you're like, but it's just normal conversation you had. There's nothing to overthink. Yeah. But you just do it anyway, don't you? And because you worry, because you want to make a good first impression of all these people as well. Yeah. Ugh. Feel for you, but you'll be fine. Believe in yourself. Oh, another job-related one. An absolute shite boss in a new job that I hate. I would just say get out of there. Mm. I would say to that, start making your plan to not be there long-term if it's not for you. You can't just wake up and say, well, I'm not going back, can you, if you rely on it? Yeah. I think it depends on how the boss is shite. Like, is the boss a shit person, a shite people manager, or just not nice to you? Mm. I think you could maybe work out how you can manage them instead. I feel like I had a boss like that. Um, And although the boss was actually great at being quite understanding. As an actual boss and learning from them, I really struggled. I got nothing from them at all. And it actually got to the point where I lost respect for them. Yeah. And I felt like I was then managing them. Um, <clears throat> and eventually, if they ever tried to tell me something and be a boss, I just was like, shut up. Like, you, you, <laughs> you got to that point. So I think it just depends on what they're like and how they're shit. And you can work out how best to deal with them. Yeah, and sometimes I think you need to take a step back because... People are very different in their job role persona to their personal persona. Yeah. Like, I find that a lot of people, and people probably, I was going to say people think about me, but I'm quite fucking daft and laid back most of the time. But anyway, Mm. I feel like, especially when people get into, like, managerial positions, they kind of lose the personal side of things. Yeah. And just do what they think they need to do as a manager. Mm -hmm. And then they don't come across as, like, relatable or as... What's the other word I'm looking for? Approachable. Approachable. Mm. So, yeah, we step back, judge the situation, and if you're still not happy, then look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Life's too short, sweetie. It is. Um, Next is, oh, Jing's not great. Getting the ick with your long-term partner. <laughs> Life. <laughs> I always think that. I always wonder if Richard also looks at me and thinks, fuck me, she's rough. Actually, um... Asked Jason another day if there was anything he knew about me earlier, would it put him off? What did he say? Um, he said something like the way I rush around when I'm leaving the house, and he was like, "That really bothers me a lot." And that was because one day I was running out the door, and I I had the hate for myself as well. It was unattractive. And he said one other thing, and I, I said, "Is it my fart?" And he said, "No, he likes them." Um, I just think you'd ever meet a man that would say that. It was something else. Now I can't think, but I said to him, I just asked it so that I could then say my thoughts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I did say if I knew his food choice, his food eating habits. Yeah, before, that would have been a big no no. Earlier in the stage, I would have been offski. <laughs> I wonder if that was classed as an ick, though, is it? That's just a, for me, that's just a simple, it wouldn't work. But it's sicky because I'm like, fuck's sake, try an onion, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But my advice to this is can you get it and then get. Get rid of it. Yeah, I don't know, because I don't think I've ever actually had the ick. I mean, I get fucked off a lot. And I do think I would... He, Richie would probably say, you are messy, which I am. And that annoys him. But I don't know if it gives him the ick. I think the ick is where someone actually makes your skin crawl and you're repulsed by everything that they say. I Ma- think, maybe. Yeah, I think <laughs> the ick's when you start to feel like... Ooh. Like you just could like turn your nose up at anything they say or do, and also it could or be like, sexually as well. They may be just be like, she's probably speaking about that. To be fair, probably. I don't. I actually don't know what to say about this. Because I I've definitely had the ick for like past partners or people you've been seeing or whatever. True, actually, and I you have. can't really get rid of it, right? Yeah, they've but been I, at the door. With Jason, I actually haven't. I'm just more like, I don't ever feel awkward any yeah. awkward situations with him where I could have been with someone for 10 years and still felt awkward. Mm. Like, I was always like that when I was younger, whereas I think you just... You just realise you've adapted, you know? I wonder how old she is as well. I wonder if I she's know. young. We need more information, Because if she's young, then I understand that. You probably do have the ick and they, they are just not the one for you. But yeah. if you've been in a long-term relationship and you're, like, in your 30s, unsure. Yeah, sorry for... We don't have advice for that. Mm. To be honest with you, I apologise. Maybe tell him something that's annoying you. If it's a specific thing, talk about it. Yeah, communication is key. Definitely speak about it and say, this is really annoying me. Don't say you've given me the ick. <laughs> and then, I don't know. Or if they're just specific to this and you want to message us first, yeah. we'll respond via DM. Yeah, okay. It's on the down low, no one else needs to know about yeah. it. And we can advise from Agony there. Agony aunt. I'll give my wise. Wise advice. Wise advice. I'll leave that one to you. And you can send some emojis in afterwards. Yeah. I was looking through our DMs earlier, right? And Zoe literally replies to people with like one emoji. <laughs> and I'm like, people must think that's me. See, before you go any further, mm-hmm. at least I fucking reply. <laughs> she does, to be fair. But if I, if anyone gets a response from me, you'll get like a ha 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 ha, loads of emojis. I lot. also do that. No, you don't. You just put melty face. Oh, I do sometimes send a mail to face, but sorry, we get quite a lot of DMs when we've had a funny episode, and I can't respond with a paragraph to them all. And when you respond to people, you send, like, probably the length of a 10-word sentence and about 20 different messages. <laughs> yeah, I do, do And then you that. send, like, there's, like, capitals in the middle of the words and all that. <laughs> like, I'm quite professional, I'd say. I don't need to be professional. No, love it. No, we don't need to be professional, but... <laughs> Don't even start me in the DMs. Let's just not go down that. Just get um, feisty. <clears throat> this would wind me up. Mm-hmm. Trying to plan my friend's hendo and no fucker replies to my suggestions made. Her own hendo? Or she's planning a hendo for someone? No, her friend's hendo. Oh, yeah. But I would just honestly... I would actually say in the chat, I'm not saying anything fucking else to use reply. The problem is, right, with group with Hindus, it always tends to be a group chat, right, with people that don't really know one another. So they're very conscious of what they're going to say, what to reply. And I just think it's... I understand how other people feel in group chats because they're annoying as fuck. But 
for the person involved that's trying to plan it, it's frustrating as hell. Mm -hmm. And I think you should just literally list down, like, I need an answer by this, else I can't book this. So if you could all just please, the new poll thing, put the poll thing on the what's in the WhatsApp and be yeah. like, everybody, what do you want to do? Do you want to go for brunch this day or do you want to do a yacht day or whatever, beach day? And then put the poll in the chat, get everyone to vote, say, I need you to all answer this by seven o'clock, boom. Be more, like, firm and just be like, okay, uh, XYZ didn't respond Maybe not call them out in the chat, but you could reply to them separately saying, if you're not going to reply, just please let me know because I'm stressed. But if you're happy to go with whatever, just say that and then yeah. you don't need to count your opinion in. Or I would probably lose patience, to be honest, and just say, um, right, I'm just making my decisions. Yeah. Or I would narrow the options down. Like maybe stop being so, like, like not people-pleasing, but if no one's replying, you just make the decisions then. And I do feel like if a lot of people have responded and go for the main answer, because if 80% of people are saying something, just go with that then. Because the other 20% probably don't give a fuck. And they'll probably just mm -hmm. go with the flow, whatever. So, yeah, take control of it and just... I feel like that situation's even more frustrating, though, because see, you're trying to plan a night out. It's not the end of the world if you end up in a shite bar, right? But they're trying to plan for... Someone else. Their friend whose asset would be maid of honour or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah. So then you've got the pressure on you to make it good for them. Yeah. And no one's helping you. Yes. Achieve that goal. Yeah. You know? That's why me up. Mm. I'd lose it. I'd be I'd probably end up falling out every day and then getting demoted. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been a bridesmaid um since I was young. I was a bridesmaid for my mum, yeah, when I was young. And then I was a bridesmaid for my cousin maybe like four or five years ago um but I wasn't really like in about it because they live in England and so I was kind of just there on the day mm. you know I got the easy job yeah but a lot of my friends aren't married yet though so no anyway next one last one yep we'll do this as a last one because there's a couple of different people asking the same kind of thing and it is quite a typical question but I think it's relevant trying to enjoy your life Drink in the sunny weather, eat your Easter eggs, eat whatever you want, but have a fucking great summer body. Give us your balance. I don't have a great body, I'm repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's not really that helpful. Um, what I was hoping you were going to say, as it's all about like balance, everything in moderation. So no, it is. You were Life is... Life is all about balance, but I don't have a six-pack and I know I'll never have a six-pack because I don't live the lifestyle to get that. And I don't also don't want one. But this is what we're about to say. Mm. Life's not about being skinny. No, it's not at all. It's a great bonus, don't get me wrong, but it's not about that. No. So, eat oh, Everything eggs. that makes me happy involves either socialising, food, alcohol, and just being around all my mates, holidays, and those sort of, that lifestyle unfortunately doesn't allow me to be as slim as I would probably want to be, but I actually am over it. I know, I agree with you, and what I'd like to say is, don't ever not do any of these things because you're trying to yeah, get exactly. the body. Whereas if you've got the time to go to the gym and it makes you feel good, do it. Yeah, and that's also another, good, another thing to say as well, like obviously going to the gym does actually make me feel good, but... It makes it me depends. feel good, and then the next day I'm fucking well sore, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I 
quite like the soreness for like 10 minutes. So I'm like, oh, I must have worked hard. <laughs> I'll come sit down on the loo. <laughs> and then I'm trying to manoeuvre myself throughout the day and I'm like, oh. I just think have a good balance with working out, makes you feel good mentally and also just make you feel good. Eat what food you want in moderation. Go out in moderation. Have self-care. We've discussed all this in previous episodes. You just can't let yourself can't let it get to you too much. Also, see you once you're on holiday. You don't give a shit. And this you is care about thing. it for 2.3 seconds when you're at the pool so and then you jump true. in the pool and you don't care anymore. We always say this when we're packing a suitcase and we're all buying like loads of new holiday clothes and we think we want to look so good. We get there. What I'm pulling out of that suitcase is a pair of denim shorts and a baggy t-shirt, my sliders, I'm down the pool, bombing in it, not giving a single fuck. Absolutely. Straight up to the buffet, living the dream. And you wear the same bikini every day, you don't need to pack seven. Yep. But I will keep packing seven. But I'll still wear the same yeah, one every day. I'll still overpack f- until the day I die. But I do think we all put a lot of pressure on ourselves when it comes to summer. Absolutely. So the answer to that is everything in moderation. Have a healthy balance and you'll be going from the inside and out. Wow. Love that, Zoe Quinn. Uh, my mood really went from one extreme to another today. It is. In here. It's that wine. It's that wider. Wider. <laughs> wider. Anyway, I hope that was helpful for everyone. You enjoyed our lovely catch up. <coughs> now Hopefully we're going to have to go and recover from our tickly coughs right anyway thanks for listening everybody thank you for catching up with us we hope that Zoe will have full of energy and beans in the next episode I'm full of energy and beans you now, are thanks. now yeah and yeah have a lovely week and we hope to hear from you soon <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to hearing back yes <laughs> bye bye <laughs> Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.